This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and I've been asked to make the following announcement. With a combined weight of over 1,000 pounds, broadcasting live from Royal Oak, Michigan, this is the Top Rope Review. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. Let's get back to ringside. WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Welcome to episode 80, 80 of the Top Rope Review. Michigan's, no, Detroit's number one. Well, no, you know what? Fuck that. We're Michigan's <laughs> number one source for pro wrestling and the official podcast home of Michigan's longest running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network and the Point of Interest Podcast Network. And we're coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. I am your favorite podcast host, Josh Ram, and I am joined in studio, as always, by Will. How's it going, everyone? Oh, just Will. Are you changing your branding? His adult name. <laughs> no. New job. <laughs> Professional business. Will's now. grown up with his new day shirt on. <laughs> his new day Bright pops. green, yeah. <laughs> I want to share. New day pops. New day pops. Okay. <laughs> On his phone, as always, Will Blattman, everybody. <laughs> shout out to Julie, Mother's Day. Yeah, shout out to Shell. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Got our ed- edible arrangement. You got her nice. some edibles? No, edible <laughs> arrangement. Thanks for reminding me. I got to call her. Yeah, you just, otherwise, my, she'll, yes, I'll get yes. You need to call my mom or <laughs> Will you'll did be not in call me house. today. Yeah, I'll get <laughs> here. <laughs> and across from me, I'm back. It's Joe. Yay. What's your mom's name? Sheree. Shout out. Shout out to Sheree. <laughs> What's up, Sheree? Sorry about that thing I said several episodes back about being <laughs> Joe's stepdad or whatever I said. <laughs> she forgives you. It's uh. fine. And last but not least. Tab, Twitter valet. Mike, guys. Hey. Yeah. What's, hey. Hey. High five. Hey. Don't touch What's, what's your mom's <laughs> name? Janet. Touch it. Oh, hey, Janet. Touch it. I met you once, Janet. How's it going? <laughs> Did you? Yeah, for the Motion City well, Guys yeah. concert. Well, you guys huh. came to my house and I drove us to yeah. Cleveland. Oh, yeah. I saw the crib. It's the mom the crib. over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of moms, Mike's not here because he's hanging out with his, I'm assuming. Yeah. He better, that's the hey, only Mike. reason I will accept for him not being here. Hey, Mike's mom. How you doing? Her name's Lynn. Hey, she's, Lynn. She's a treat. We met her that one time. I met her once <laughs> at a party. She probably doesn't remember. Nope. No, nah, it's okay. I had a little, yeah, that's okay. So, yeah, uh, wrestling show. Here we go. Um, so, 
What are we drinking today, Joe? Okay. I know you can do it. We got Cats and Trollbridge from uh, Falling Down Beer Company. And if you want to get some of that good good from Falling Down Beer <laughs> Company, good, good. you're going to go to Ten and DeQuinder. You're going to say Podcast Detroit sent you, and you're going to get a dollar off that first beer. One dollar. I'm drinking today. I'm drinking water today because Tab's Look so hungover. Look how cold that is. Hey, Tab's so Wait. hungover that Beer's I'm made with water. Are we, are we sure that... It's not ten percent off. We're one hundred percent sure. <laughs> Everyone's sure. Unless you're you ordering a hundred dollar beer. True. I don't know if they have a hundred dollar beer. I bet they do. They, they should. <laughs> Why? Oh no, not them. I mean people in general. Says the perpetually broke guy. <laughs> Just makes your place more classy. I was shocked when we went to that liquor store in Chicago. And as a joke, me and Danny asked what their most expensive thing they had, and the guy pulled out like $800 bottle of tequila. <laughs> We're wearing oh. printed t-shirts, sir. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, how many of those do you sell a year? Like, he's like, a few. <laughs> Sweet. Like, I can't even imagine the profit margin on those <laughs> yeah. things. What I want to know is if you're buying, if you're buying, what wasn't, that was like a, not the nicest, pl- like if you're buying $800 yeah, bottle we of booze, we you're South, not shopping you're not at this place there. we were we, at. We were, in South, we were in the South Loop, not exactly the best part of it. No, it was the like South Murder Loop Town. Super t- Murder Town, Chicago. Super t- touristy. I think it was probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> Tab, you think everything is Murder Town. They had all the liquor behind the we're counter. We're like at... Tab yeah. was a murder town last night. Have you night. never been to a liquor store before? <laughs> yeah, but like sometimes you can like shop on the shelves. No, not really. Put those little like alarms no. on them. No. What did Joe say before this? That you were in you murder, murder town, town last night? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was. I'm not sure what that means, but I don't okay. know. She was in rare form. She was. That was fun. Good was stuff. it though? <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of fun, um, we have a lot of fun at here at Top Rope Review, and one of the reasons that we have so much fun is because we're a bunch of well-dressed individuals, and um, if you want to be like us and have a lot of fun, you can go over to scarletandgraves.com and check out their line of awesome t-shirts, tanks, hats, hoodies, and that's probably actually it. Never mind. There's nothing that's else. Not that's, I, was, I was disappointed. I think we're doing our job so well that the hat I wanted to buy from them is sold, sold out. out now. Boom. Yeah, man. We're Which doing, hat? Uh, they only have one. It's like the Killer, the killer King. Well, yeah, Killer King, yeah. Yeah. It's for the King King of Dayton, Dave Christ. Yeah. I was I was bummed because that was uh, – it's sold out. Well, you're going to need – maybe you should send them a – we can send them a corporate message and see if see we can, if can get, get a restock. Restock, yeah. you know, alert on that. We have so much fun. Are you are you checking? It's checking the stock right now. <laughs> it is. It's Live stock. <laughs> I'm about to say, I just looked at it a couple days ago. I just, just seen what else they had. Yeah. Fun starts with F, and F also stands for fashion. <laughs> I like their... So make uh, sure you use that top rope 10 Yeah, code. I didn't even say the code yet, did I? <laughs> <laughs> and get 10% off your fashion order from scarletandgraves.com. They got some sweet tanks, so sun's out, guns out, guys. You need oh, those boy. tanks on. It's that time. They had one with a cat on it. <laughs> yeah. I almost bought that for my brother for Christmas. I'm surprised <laughs> you don't already have it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm kind of a Modeled by the, uh, 2X on that one. I'm, I'm kind of a larger guy at the moment. I need to start hitting my DP yoga again. Yeah? Good down tank I, f- I feel like your Snapchat the other day was you working out. That was at the laundromat. Oh, <laughs> that's a workout. Hey, yeah. You know what? I saw so. tank top on and headphones in, so I thought maybe. No, it was. I gave you the benefit. I gave you the benefit of the doubt. My bad. It was it was the laundromat, and it was my Facebook uh, Facebook day. 
who, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who cares what social media thing it was on? Doesn't matter. Well, you know, if you would have gone to the gym, you'd probably be sore because you haven't worked out in a long time because you're a lazy ass. But so if you should go over to <laughs> you should go over to Builders Balance Massage and see our friend Casey Pierce, friend of the show. Um, Bill's Balance Massage is located inside My Nutrition at 13 and Gratiot in Roseville. Um, Casey specializes in sports and deep tissue therapies as well as relaxation. I think we all need a little re- relaxation after uh, all the hype, all this wrestling's been for us the last couple weeks. Um, so if you go over to her, if you call her up and you mention our show, she'll give you $10 off your massage. So call her and book a session now, uh, 734 752-8284. I'm going to have to do that. I did four plane rides, so I'm pretty sore. I said you probably I, I, really I'm, need, I'm it, yeah. need it, yeah. But yeah, then we can have like a actual customer testimonial as part yeah. of our uh, ad drop. You get there. on that. Pretty cool. So, you know, something I realized that we haven't done in quite some time is remind people that they can tweet us during the show at Top Rope Review. Um, and even if your name's not Tim Cole, <laughs> you can still tweet us. We remind everyone that we have a Twitter valet, just not the tweet. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if you want to get real personal, you can call us, 248-579-5295. I'm thinking that's the right number because we're in Studio One. So. Sounds about right. If you want to get really personal, you can try to come in on the show. <laughs> if you can find the studio. I don't condone yeah. that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Unless though. you're a wrestling wrestler or but wrestling personality. There's also another way they can get personal with us. Go for it. They was... can hit up us on iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe. Tell whoa, us about whoa, whoa, whoa. Apple Podcast. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> you guys didn't hear about that? No. No. They, they rebranded. It's now called Apple Podcast. Ew. Mm. Ew. Ew. Yeah, so, Ew. so you, if you we are not pod- sponsored by Apple, so <laughs> screw you. Yeah, iTunes. Yeah. So yeah, if you have a podcast now, you're on Apple Podcast. That's what the app's called now. Mm-hmm. Well, you can go there and give us a five star review. Pretend you're David Meltzer, Meltz <laughs> yeah. Dog. Call Meltz Dog five stars. Give us a nice little write up like he does. Hey, your own wrestling observer. If you're going to tweet at us at the show, just copy and paste what you're going to tweet, and really does your review. As long as it's nice things about me. Or if it's not, if that's it's fine. Whatever, it's whatever. You know. Yeah. So, so guys and Tab. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a crazy week. It's been a long week. It's been a crazy week. It's been really busy. What do we want to talk about first? You guys want to talk about what you did last night? Yes. I'll start with the uh, XICW. I was going to start with the elephant in the room, but <laughs> we have to work our way up to that. Yeah. I think. So. Last night we went to XSCW. Yeah. Best in Detroit 20. And it was – so Joey Ryan was there. Joey Ryan from Lucha Underground side. and formerly of Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Maybe. We Maybe. Kinda... Confirm or deny. Uh, <laughs> also Yoshi Tatsu of the New Japan Pro Wrestling Commentary fame. Yes. Um, the Bullet Club Hunter. And the franchise Shane Douglas, uh, first ECW champion. And um, now extreme intense champion. Yeah, yeah. he got the title. He, he beat snuck him. He snuck Joe him Coleman last there, night. Yeah. Was not expecting for the that. title. He had his bags brought out to the ring, and he left out the left door. Right he left the, right from the, the ring. ring. <laughs> He's like, "One of you scrubs, go get my bags. I'm out of this shithole." Yeah. <laughs> and the. Uh, it was it was cool to see him because as and uh, Will, you can uh, you can identify with this because I know you listen to this podcast too. Uh, you know. Um, 
Lance Storm and uh, Cyrus always talk really highly of Shane Douglas and his abilities yeah. as a heel and all that stuff. So it was cool. He he definitely you know obviously it's you know it's twenty years later or more, but he's still. You know, he came out and cut a great promo. It was a good promo too, yeah. And uh, had a had a decent match. Didn't so. the match go outside at one point? Yeah, yeah. they did. They, they went out in the park. Like out the line. doors, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. You never know you're gonna get an excess that yeah. yeah. never know. It's a fun time. They will be everywhere and anywhere. So it seems like he'll be coming back then. Mm-hmm. I think all those guys though, who cut their teeth in ECW can still put on a great show. They know how to work like the crowd that. pretty well. Those small crowds, they know how to get yeah, under like, people's skin, do something crazy. I think in some ways ECW is like one of the greatest things that ever happened to professional wrestling in the last twenty years, yeah. thirty years or so. Like so many of those guys have gone on to bigger, better things, and they kind of like, even as a fan, they like retaught fans like this is professional wrestling in the states. This is the passion yeah. you should have for it. Yeah, yeah. He was cutting. He was shooting on uh, Vince McMahon there too for a little bit last <laughs> night, talking about how he was killing the business. Oh, Vinny. <laughs> well, I, t- I f- totally forgot about um, – he came back to WW So he was in WWF like uh, pre-ECW and then he came back for like a year. He actually held the Intercontinental title Did he really? once. Um, hmm. But he had this – when he came back, he was this character, Dean Douglas. He was like a college dean, like <laughs> came out in like a, a doctoral robe oh, and boy. stuff like <laughs> – so it sounds like a WWE. Yeah, that's it was like the most straight WWE like 1995. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sounds about right. So that's yeah, that was that's interesting. He was not he was not portraying that character last night at XIC. No, he was not. There's a couple other title matches too. The Monroes defended their titles again against Gowan and Jamie Cox. Yep. Monroes won again with a flaming elbow drop off the top rope. Yep. But then what happened after? I think was one of the most exciting parts of the show. Yep. You got Jake something, Akeem Zane, and Idris Abraham beat him down. The purge. The purge. Ooh, yeah. nice. So the yeah. road to Kobo ends here. I'm glad yep. to see that those guys aren't too uh, big of their impact days. Yeah. To, uh... <laughs> well, they're advertised as TNA Impact stars yeah, now. they are. Yeah, <laughs> nice. They, they and like, on the flyers and as they came out. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so it was, cool. Them, it was cool to see yeah, them. Yeah, no, it is really I like that beat down. It was good. I'm excited to see where that goes. Yep. Yeah, I it's they've been doing they've been doing that at the last c- several shows and I'm interested to see where it goes cuz yeah. it's kind of they've been kind of unchecked and I'm wondering who's going to stand up to them or who's going to say enough is enough yeah. or it's like I feel like they'll be the Monroes with someone else. I just don't know who that someone well, else I will just, be. I mean, I've talked about this before. I love I love when groups get multiple titles. Yeah. So especially with, with those three, like oh, they, they should could, all be holding a title. They, they, I mean, they could easily tag belts. Yeah. The, the XSW tag, the XSW belt is everything, yeah. man. I'd like a purge takeover. Well, and, and Jake something did have a match against Gavin Quinn for the Midwest title, but Gavin ended up winning. Yeah. So that was, one went out in the crowd and slept in it. It got, oh, yeah. got a little heated. Oh yeah. So a megaphone being used and oh yeah, that, he took that girl's yeah, megaphone. Yeah, Jake that. took the the uh, batteries out of someone's megaphone and like I think someone's water got thrown and yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was a little crazy. Nice. It was that's a little, a, it was a hectic show last night. There's a lot hectic. going on. It's the best part about XSW though is that a like extremely passionate fans who get into the matches and this the the wrestlers know that so they're just cool of grabbing whatever. Well, yeah. we were excited that. Um, Palmer Cruz and uh, yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite spots that heels ever do. There's a little kid with us, kid in, with us, no, in front of us, 
with uh, a big sign that said, you suck on it. And they came over and they tore it up. But it was like ripped blocking it, our nice. views, so yeah. we were really excited because we right couldn't see it. Yeah. Threw it out. That's the best thing for me. <laughs> this little kid's like, what did he just – like this little kid was just rattled. <laughs> the only way it gets any better is if the heel signs it first, then rips it up, and then hands it back to the kid. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, my, my, uh, the, I was telling them my favorite thing is like when you have the heel who's over – like so, like Jericho is a perfect example of this. Like there'll be Jericho signs in the in the crowd, no matter what's going on with him, you know. And he'll, you know, someone have a sign, and he'll come for him, and he'll come over and rip it up, you know. So, yeah, it's always, it's always funny. It's like don't cheer for me. Man. <clears throat> well, and then later on, uh, they made another sign. They were that said you suck, and they were holding up, and Idris Abraham and Idris spit Abraham on spit on it. Look, well, through <laughs> it too. Yeah, nice. That was a yeah. fun show. Good time. Yep. Times to be had. Jay, uh, Jay Mannard came out and cut a promo on the crowd. He's got a little heel turn going on. Yep. It's pretty cool. How's his arm looking? I don't know. What like, do you mean? Like an arm? Tattoo? Yeah, is he catching them all? Did he get another yeah. tattoo? Or? No. Oh. I was just wondering. Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't ask him to show it to me, so I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was showing that arm. I just, I, like, I was awesome and stuff. I just, I, I have a hard time buying him as a heel, you know, if he ever tries to be a heel with that Pokemon tattoo on his shoulder. Braun Strowman has a Superman tribal tattoo on his yeah. arm, and a t- and a, <laughs> that, and a that and only a, makes me hate him more. And a tattoo <laughs> on his other on his inner arm with North Carolina that says "Country Strong." Again, country, country that only hates, no, but it straight takes me yeah, out of the character, though. That only makes me hate him more. <laughs> so, and Joey Ryan had his match against uh, Johnny Devine. He lost. Johnny Devine used the force on on, on, his, on his Joey dick. Ryan's dick. Yeah. Dong, oh, excuse I, me. I, I saw the commentary. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Boot> marks. <laughs> that was yeah. fun. That was my first time seeing Joey Ryan, so I had a good time. Didn't you buy a shirt? Yeah, I did. It's a, cool, it's a cool shirt. It's like a, the Lucha Underground logo, but it's got Joey Ryan's sunglasses and the lollipop in the mouth. So it's kind of nice. neat. Nice. And then the best match of the night, I think, was well, the, Hold on, hold on. We got to go back to We got to go back to that. So Joe bought that shirt. And then he totally no sold Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan went to shake his hand. And he just walked away. <laughs> in, in my defense, he did it really. Just, it was like a really like kind of half-assed. Like he raised his hand a little bit to shake my hand, and I didn't realize it, so I just walked away. He was probably confused. Like, he, I guess he looked kind of confused after. I don't he, think was he was a fan. I guess not. I don't think he looked the same the rest of that night. Kind of looked dejected. <laughs> Such a blow. <laughs> <laughs> Too far. No. Um, what were you gonna? Wait, uh, I thought the best night? match of the night was the Dre Jacobs Chris Moore match. It was just two huge guys. Like Dre Jacobs at one point did a springboard cutter. Both friends of the show. Yeah, it was it was a fun match. And then Chris Moore won with he pile drived him, kept it locked in, and stood right back up and pile drived him again. It was one of the cooler spots I've seen. And I know that he didn't because we talked to Dre later in the night and he was fine. But it looked like on the second – it almost looked like on the second one he actually spiked him. Yeah, it was, I, it was he, nuts. Well, no. So I think they made it look good but I don't think yeah, he actually did. It was a very him. good match. Sometimes you need like a athletic big guy match in there. And oh, those guys are both it, great so athletic, guys. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean he literally did a springboard cutter off like the second rope and I was oh, like, damn. Nice. Like that's a big boy to be doing that. Nice. Well, like I said, in the first match we ever saw him in NOW, he did a moonsault onto the outside off the top rope onto a group of guys. Yeah. So no, he's, he's very yeah. athletic. He's like, like we said when he was on the show, I don't, I don't think you had joined. I think it was like right before you yeah, had no, joined. Yeah, no, I wasn't on with that one. I said that he's, he reminds me of Bam Bam Bigelow, and he said that he's, he's, not Bam, he's not like Bam Bam Bigelow. He's the first 
Jerry Jacobs or whatever. And I was yeah. like, yeah. yeah, that's good. You tell him. <laughs> so, uh, oh, and then Hakeem Zayn had a match with Yoshi Yoshitatsu. Yes. I bet that was a fun match. I thought it would be better, but I, I don't think it was Hakeem's fault. Uh, Yoshitatsu delivered quite possibly the worst pedigree I've ever seen in a professional wrestling yeah. match. I thought he was going for. I think a, I thought he was, was going for in a little bit. I thought he was going for a tiger bomb. That's how bad that pedigree was. He also tried to do the Triple H water spit. Is that, and, oh my god! Yeah, he got he put water in his mouth. He got up on the ropes, and then when he went to spit, it just big it glob just like water came out of his mouth. right out of his mouth. I could actually relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened to me more than once while I was in high school trying to be Triple H. Yeah, I thought fine. last night Joe said Tiger Bomb, like as in Tiger. Bomb? Yeah, the stuff you put on your like aching muscles. I'm like, why is he talking about Tiger Bomb? But that's not yeah. <laughs> Tiger like, Bomb. That's like I might have some in my purse. Hold on. <laughs> Should have gave him some. Maybe. Sorry, Yoshi. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess speaking of Yoshitatsu works in New Japan. Yep. We uh, went to a New Japan ROH joint show. We did. And that was an experience and a half. Some of the best wrestling I've seen in person and some really great experiences with meeting wrestlers. Yeah, they had a really too. awesome setup for their meet and greet. We're pretty much like almost everybody on the show, minus Young Bucks, were doing meet and greets and hanging out and signing for everybody. So we got to meet Tanahashi. Which one of the f- he just has so much energy at all times, like he's just jumping around air guitar and like crazy, like and then his hair just is in perfect condition. It's majestic. It's the, mm-hmm. it's you don't realize how nice it is until you're like standing next to him and you just see this lion mane. <laughs> well then when I went, you know, I always I've been talking about it since it happened, but when I went back to buy Kushida's shirt and, and he's like <laughs> Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, you can there you can tell there's definitely a language barrier because they have you write your name down before they sign anything. Which it's <laughs> nice that they actually take the time to personalize it still by even having. Yeah, I was write surprised. Well, yeah, you and that. I were like blown away in fangirling because Naito is so nice. to Oh my us. god, Naito! So this guy it plays such a huge dick on camera. Like you would, I, I didn't expect him to be a dick, but at the same time, I didn't expect him to be as nice as he was. But you go there, we're the first in line to meet him. We go to take the picture. He picks up his title belt that's just beating the shit and just plops it right on my shoulder. And he says, for you. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> and he takes a picture. With it. And then, like, as soon as the camera's out, something clicks in him and he just automatically turns hand over into, his eye and... like, douchebag Naito. And that's perfect. <laughs> then we met another guy who's kind of an asshole. Don't need to worry about it. We don't even need to talk about it. I feel like, you know, so... Cole Cabana, my love. <laughs> oh, my God. Tab's got a new celebrity crush. Dude, it's Colt Cabana. Boom, boom. Well, I she, she realized what you could look like. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, if you worked out and shaved your face. Taller, so. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, is, is it really cheating if he can't look like Josh? Well, you would have loved him. He came out in the crowd and he was passing out pizza. Oh, my God. Yeah, he yeah. comes out with no, little Caesars. He, so, yeah, he came out of the hot ride. He was passing out to fans. And he was like, just yeah, commenting. Yeah. He wasn't even wrestling that night was the best part. He was commentating for the show. But he came out with just full little Caesars pizza that's, handing that's out pieces. That's you get pops. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he's Colt's a good dude. He's nice. And now I'm like stalking him. I'm like, he's not married, it seems, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> according to Wikipedia. One well, and, and I don't think Tab can define it, but for some reason, if someone's Jewish, she's like automatically more attractive. <laughs> I forgot you told me he's Jewish, and then it's I was like a, on his page, I was like, Oh my god, he's Jewish. It's too. a fetish thing. Yeah, apparently. It's Jewish fetish. He doesn't I'm really sure have like websites the... dedicated to it. <laughs> <laughs> Jewmeat.com. Yes. <laughs> oh. I never saw that search term in the uh, <laughs> on the porn sites. No. <laughs> so 
Yeah. Uh, and, and Cody Rhodes is real cool. Yeah, too. he was nice. He was super nice. For the record, we didn't know he was going to be at the show until like a week before. Yeah, so. he kind of like got like last minute announced, but he was super nice. He was very very well dressed. He had arrow tights on. When he was wrestling, yeah, and they said season five. On does the he always wear those, or does no, he have special? No, it's because the show was debuting that night. Remember, he tweeted, "He's like, if you're not in Dearborn, you better be watching Arrow." Did he only get those for that night? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Even though he's on, well, that's great. Was well, he? So you're the expert. Is he going to be on more than one episode, or I don't know how? Like, well, he was on an episode. Two well, no, I know he was, yeah, but yeah. like, I don't know what kind of character been, he plays. Uh, I mean. So it's hard to say of Arrow because it's one of those shows where they've legitimately killed off several characters to only bring them back. Yeah. So, so is he a good actor? It's, it's I thought he did a good job in this yeah. Arrow episode. Well, and have and you seen him play Stardust? He's pretty good. Yeah, he's like, good yeah. at the character. Yeah, and, and they could easily, um, they could easily bring back the character he played, and you can also easily recast him as a different character. Yeah. Uh, I mean. You literally talk about a sh- like I said. You talk about a show that's killed off several characters to bring them back. Yeah, no, obviously and, him and, and Stephen Amell a have a show great relationship. Now, oh yeah, now has legitimate reasons to why time travel exists and parallel universes exist. So this whole era, of, the whole Arrowverse now, nothing really matters because <laughs> they want to bring back a character. They can be like, oh, this is Earth Two's person. Or, yeah, oh, this yeah. is a person in the timeline before they died. It's. I mean, a lot of crazy stuff. They can bring him back as much as they want for whatever reason. Hmm. I hope they do. Josh's yeah. mom loves him. She was touching the picture. Yeah. Brought of the him. picture home and she's going to put a shrug on She's making that sound and she's like tracing her finger down his chest. He's a very, he's very handsome dude. <laughs> and he's just very intimidating in person. He's, and he's way taller than you think he is. Yeah, too. you don't expect him to be as tall as he is, but he's pretty big. In ring wise, everything was. That's probably the best in ring work I've seen on like. What that's pretty much a house show at that point. I mean, it's they're taping it, yeah, but it's yeah, not like. And I don't feel like you know you hear about guys like Scott Hall who were like, "It's a house show, you don't need to." in, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like anyone. No, was I don't think I feel like they were treating it like a th- real thing. You got that, like that War Machine match with Tanahashi it was heavy hitting, and yeah, I mean, there was a lot of good stuff going on. You got the Young Bucks doing double Meltzer drivers. Which yeah, I know. We were just awesome. talking about that before they did it. Now you were like, "No, nah, I don't think we'll see one." And then, boom, right there. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of fun stuff at that show. I thought the I, I don't I'm not used to the how slow how slow pacing it is for like Japanese. Wrestling. I think you'll I think you'll get, you gotta used, get used to it. Used to though. it. It's one of those things that's very jarring because WWE likes to rush the matches. Mm-hmm. So going from like watching WWE all the time to watching like a New Japan pace match, it's really it's a really jarring difference to where it's like they're building up to something specifically and there's a story being told where sometimes WWE, especially on like Raw and SmackDown and stuff, where they're just rushing the match to fill time. Yeah. Well, I think one of the cool things about so I'm someone that's just kind of getting into this. I think my my genesis for this was you know uh, Wrestle Kingdom 11 and all the hype around that. Mm-hmm. But and I want to say I what like. I went into it watching it because you guys told me to, not because like of the not because of the hype. Like yeah. I was watching it like as the hype was building and um it's it's definitely hard to get used to, but one of the really cool things is not having a real intimate knowledge of the product. Like so WWE we've been watching forever. We know exactly yeah. how they're trying you know to book people. You, like most pay per views now. You're not surprised by anything. Yeah, it's very obvious almost what happens nowadays. Whereas I have no idea if who, who like 
I have no idea who's going to win anything. It seems so much more unpredictable because Ghetto's their booker, and he does such a good job making everyone look strong no matter the outcome of every match. Like, yeah. yeah, like Kenny Omega lost his match at Wrestle Kingdom, but he's not weaker in anybody's eyes because he didn't he couldn't hit his finisher. Yeah, so. Well, we've talked about like that's the story of that yeah. rivalry, which so. is which they kept it and built it, and that match didn't happen right away. Like in WWE, they would have wrestled at Wrestle Kingdom, and then right after that pay per view, they would have probably wrestled again in WWE. Well, and they probably would have touched like four times on, during yeah. the build up too. Which they do that in New Japan, but it's like eight man tags where they'll base. Well, they'll well no, I know, like, but they'll have like uh, WWE has this problem where they're like they'll give you the match before the pay per view, and yeah, it's like that's not what are you cool, doing? Yeah, or they give you a a triple threat match before the pay per view. It's like all right, it's the match except plus one yeah. guy. Or yeah, they have like, a bad habit of these like, two heels have to team up with these two faces the night before the pay per view is because yeah, exactly. Which in New Japan it's not like that ever. There's like that's why. It, that's why factions are so big there because it gives them an actual legitimate reason for these teams to be facing one another and yeah. like they're not wasting like just regular singles matches. Yeah, well you would love so you would love New Japan because literally everyone's in a faction. Yeah, it's like yeah. everyone is in a faction. No, it's a great time. There's Well, I do. A now's a good time well, to jump on. I do. Maybe if you're a good boy, I'll give you my New Japan World password. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. Because Dominion's coming up in on June 11th, which is basically New Japan SummerSlam, and, and you got Okada, Okada Omega, Omega 2. two, and then you have Naito Tanahashi yep. again too. So, well, what's the what's so we have Gorillas of Destiny for the against War Machine, War Machine for the tag titles, and that's going to be hard. Oh my gosh, yeah, War Machine. I never really watched War Machine before, like this show with uh, the ROH New Japan show, but they were like. They have a presence. Like they are massive guys. They can work like crazy. Yeah. Like so, are. so for the uninitiated, uh, War Machine is like two dudes who, who kind of have the same build and style as uh, the big guy from Sanity. Um, big Demo. Big Demo. Also, I forgot his WWE name. Yeah. Now, but and then Killian Bane. And then Gorillas of Destiny are like two. Bigger, more muscular Roman Reigns, yeah, uh, some or Tongan guys. So Tama Tonga and, and oh, Tenga Tengarua, yeah. So, so that'll be a good match. And those are cards. those are Haku's sons, mm-hmm. also known as Ming. If you're a WCW guy, check out that. Look at you, Tim Cole. Check out that Samoan family tree. They're Tongan. Yeah, chill. It's not the same. <laughs> Sorry, different family trees. <laughs> <laughs> You know they do all that like Blood Brother, like when well no. So when the Rock bought when the Rock Rock bought Haku a new truck like last year, and he was like, "My uncle, my uncle," you know, Tonga because his name's Tonga. Yeah, Tonga from Tonga. You mean the future president, oh. <laughs> Mister <laughs> <laughs> President Rock? Oh, would we call him President Rock? That's like so. Or... That's literally like one of like like obviously now, and this isn't an, even a not like. I think everyone that knows me knows exactly how I feel, but we don't like to make the show political. No. But not even a knock against him, but like with with Trump winning, someone who's not part of the political sphere, it really has opened that up to like anybody really anybody could could do it. Well, that's and, the thing is, all these people are like, "Well, Trump just did it, so why, why can't, can't I?" I? Yeah. And yeah. they're starting to realize, you know what? Maybe I could. And, well, and then and then France had the same thing, except their their far right person got blown out of the yeah, water. He is. <laughs> Yeah, because it was, it a, was a woman. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, but their, their new president is someone who has no political experience, is a business person just like Trump was. Are you sure? Yeah, France. Okay. It's just yeah. weird to me. That's I don't, I don't is, know. I get and, it. And like, also, he's in the exact opposite uh, relationship as Trump is. His wife is like 20 years – or yeah, 24 years older than he is. Mm. Mm. I listen to a lot of NPR. <laughs> Apparently, Josh tries to make me listen BBC, to that. BBC Word News while I'm driving home at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> I like listening to BBC News. Do not. No, it's like my grandpa used to always put NPR on in the car, and it was like torture as a child. So then Josh puts it on, and it like clicks something in my head, and I'm like, I can't stand this. I'm gonna flip out. And Josh is like, What is your problem? NPR is podcast radio. <laughs> NPR yeah. podcast radio. You literally said that like they would have. <laughs> All right, now we're going to talk about New Japan and their invasion of the United States. I did that once for an open, you guys. I know, and I was like, "You're that's like, (laughs) hey, first and last time you've ever opened. All right, cool. No, No, I think we all gave you shit about it. Like, and is that an NPR opening? And you were like, oh, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, New Japan, they're coming full force for the USA now. It looks like they're starting to. Did you look at that belt, Will? They have a U.S. The belt US now. Belt. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a very, it's a nice looking good. belt. So I think this, that's going to be awarded. To, there's going to be a two night tournament in those California G1 special shows in August, and whoever wins that tournament is going to be your U.S. champion. Well, I mean, it makes like not to to like bash the other companies here in the U.S., but New Japan really is the only true competition that yeah. WWE no, has. One hundred percent is, mean, and they're th- they're obviously threatened by it because yeah, they've I mean, been. Trying to scramble to get talent from them, like they when they stole Nakamura and like AJ Styles and Machine Gun. I mean, they're yeah. they're the only company I think that genuinely they might be a little bit threatened by. Well, I mean, and you look at it too, though. Like TNA had their chance, and they they blew it. They blew it. They decided to go down the word WCW route, yep. and now maybe. Maybe it'll take Impact years to, to kind rebuild of reform their name and point. rebuild. Yeah. yeah. Because they're trying to get away from that TNA, you know, tarnish, yeah. which it'll, it'll take some while. And they've they're doing a good they're job doing a good job now. It's starting to get talent, back to like, where, like when I was watching it, where it's like they have great workers actually working good matches. They're not relying on old names just because of they're like what they did twenty years ago. Yeah. They're they're moving in the right direction. I give them credit for that, but it's gonna take some time. Like you gotta. And then I mean, ROH is there, but they don't have the money. Never, they'll never be on that level. ROH is a stepping stone to the bigger promotions at this I point. I mean, they well, they might be now because the people who Sinclair bought WGN, right? Yeah, and yeah. So that's a bigger network. So potentially, you have potentially, potential there. It's getting there. I mean, it's and I mean, if WGN starts showing mm-hmm. ROH, I'll be huge for them now because WGN is not a cable station. It's a it's just a regular network, so you don't need cable to watch it. You just need a digital antenna. The yeah. problem with ROH now is they're running. They're going to be running into talent deficits here soon. A lot of their guys, especially because in the new. Ju- I was going to say the the person. I think the the promotion that's mo- in the most immediate danger with New Japan running an American promotion is ROH because a lot of their guys because that work both. Yeah, well, that, and, and that promotion is like that. I feel like that dual partnership promotion that they do is probably going to die because yeah, of yeah, in a couple yeah. either next year or the year after. I think that team up was going to end. Well, I mean, something else too, like WB doing more with NXT in, in the way it is, I think is also 
slowly hits indie scenes more because they're going to be, especially you know, all these tournaments they're starting to do. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what they're doing. Like 205 Live, the Cruiserweight Classic, the Women's Tournament, the European Tournament, uh, or the not the European Tournament, but the UK, UK Tournament. tournament. Like those are and, and NXT. That's all. That's all them trying to supplant and build their own indie scene. Yeah. Well, and that's why they have that working relationship with Evolve, where yeah. pretty much if you're working Evolve, your WWE pretty much has their eyes set on you. Well, it's a way for them to to sign indie talents. Mm-hmm. I mean, you there's already been three or four big name female wrestlers they've signed for the women's tournament who now they've been under NXT contracts for a few months now, but they're all going to debut yeah. at the tournament yep. this summer. And so and they've taken some top talent from Japan. They signed mm-hmm. two big uh, Japanese wrestlers. I can't think of their names off the top of my head. I think it's Io Shiari and uh, I can't remember the other one's name. Yeah. I do worry that the, the, like the indie renaissance is good for us, but yeah. it's not good for the casual fan. No. Because like, the casual fans don't want to see a guy that looks like, like uh, Sami Zayn. No, unfortunately. Like, but- yeah. Well, I mean, although see. then again, casual fans love Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So it all depends on the booking again, which yeah, WWE yeah. kind of stumbles with because sometimes they have too much talent, and that's where they're running into problems now, where they don't know how to book everyone. So it. Just well, and do like, we feel like this is that's part of what New Japan is doing? Is because they? Because I feel like they literally like I don't know how they run with as much talent. Like their roster is enormous. It's yeah. And it's not like it's just like fluff either i mean they have i mean bull club pretty much took a couple tours off because there was no spots for them on the card like the young bucks weren't working kenny omega was barely working shows grills of destiny really weren't working shows for the pay-per-views like it was they had this they had they have so much talent that they can afford having some people take some time off without well, losing any money either too because well wwe could do that too but they're too afraid yeah, yeah. well and they i mean Japan's smart they potentially do a sp- do a complete splitter roster, run a completely separate roster here yeah. in the States. And that's where they're sounding like they're going to go next year is they're going to take some of their more of American-based talent, like the Kenny Omegas, Young Bucks, and kind of work with the U.S. crowds to get their name back over there. And New Japan is big about sending, like, their Japanese wrestlers that are, like, their Young Lions, which were in training. They like to send them on, like, kind of renaissances the, yeah, where they the train in Mexico, they go to U.S. And that's why you have, like, Naito worked CMLL for a long time and kind of learned the style there, and that helped revitalize his entire career. Yeah, well, that was one of the things that they, they kind of had that contract with ROH because ROH kind of – they kind of for a while lost those companies they in the States they had relationships with, and that mm-hmm. was a good – even a little bit with, with TNA, they would send some of their talent there yeah. for a while. Yeah, that – and New Japan stopped working with TNA because they used their talents in the worst ways. Yeah. which Because, I mean, you had Okada being Smojo's limo driver yeah. at one point, so – New Japan had enough of that and terminated that relationship. So, Do you know who this is? <laughs> it's just amazing that they had that talent at I think one the, point. I think the only thing that people are happy about TNA being where they are is all the WCW people because now it's – now everyone's going to be like – you know, people always talk about how, oh, this is what ruined WCW. Mm-hmm. In like five years, it's going to be this is what ruined TNA. Yeah. <laughs> Even though yeah. a lot of the same people ruined both companies. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I, I I think the most important thing is that New Japan doesn't try to doesn't make the same mistake that TNA did because you remember there was a couple years ago where TNA had some steam and some buzz. Yeah, they were, and they decided, oh, we're going to move our show to Monday and make it live. Yeah, we're going to go against directly to Raw. No, you can't jump to terrible. that point yet. No, but I killed I mean, them. I mean, there was at one point you look at. 
at one point, like when we were watching, we were watching during the main event mafia time, and they had the main event mafia had, had Sting and, had and Angle, two of the arguably two of the greatest wrestlers. TNA's problem was never talent; it was yeah. the people in charge relying well, on those past stars that, like Hulk Hogan, Eric Bischoff. Well, and it wasn't even all of them. It wasn't all of them. Like I don't, I wasn't ever upset about having guys like Sting and no. Angle and Nash those guys in the are main fine. event picture. But when you bring back Hogan, who can't even walk, you got like Scott Steiner running around. Yeah, at that point, well, so didn't they really brought him back him? for? Yeah. I think it's just for one match, as yeah. far as I know. But but I mean, it's, I mean but I think that it's, it's you look at WCW made this mistake where they had Eddie Guerrero, they had Chris Benoit, they had Chris Jericho. You know, they had Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. They didn't do much no. with them. WWF. Took them up, WBF made them stars. Within four years, made them the top guys. Yeah. Look at Jericho. Jericho's probably longevity wise, Jericho's had like huge careers. Yeah. WB has made that company a ton of money. Oh yeah, because they actually would do them. And, and look now, who's some of the top guys in the main roster in WB right now? Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. You know, and look at TNA. Who's who's a couple of the big days in TNA right, or not TNA NXT right now? Bobby Roode, um, Eric Young, Eric Young. and it's like these are all guys who ten years ago were were, were in TNA, and TNA didn't do anything with them. Even when they were, like there is Samoa Joe had some fantastic matches with Kurt Angle. Yeah, no, they had a great series. AJ Styles had great matches, but they always kind of they shied away from making him the focal point for some strange reason. Yeah. Even though he was every time I think of TNA, the first person I think of is AJ Styles. Exactly, he yeah. carried that entire. That entire brand. Well, but he had the problem. I think the problem with AJ in the in his TNA days was that he was a phenomenal, pun intended, wrestler, but not a good character. Like he was, he was kind of stale. Like, yeah. and that was why I never liked him back then. I was like, his matches are entertaining, but he's got his goofy Southern accent, yeah. like you know, uh, preppy haircut, and like. You know, yeah, I, and I think him turning heel and going to New Japan was probably well. Obviously, it was the best thing yeah, that ever happened he, to him because he. WWE had nothing to do with him when he left TNA. No, yeah. they they offered him like a super low ball contract. He's like, no, I'll be Just back. Just to shut him up, and he's like, I'll be back. <laughs> and he's one of the highest paid guys now on the top of the brand, which is good. No, well, he, or he, I don't think any of us thought that this was going to happen either. Like no, that. I thought he'd be stuck in like mid card hell yeah. at this point. Yeah, well, I think New Japan coming over and giving WB legitimate uh, be a good kick in the ass. Is, is, well, it's good for them. It's going to it's going to force them to to be more creative and more productive in their product. But it's also good for the guys in the business. Mm-hmm. I mean, all, that's, yeah, it's yeah, all, that's that's, that's one important. of the things that's hurt people. Go. I mean, the death of WCW and the the failed attempt at TNA. People who heard it the most wasn't the fans; it was the wrestlers. Yeah. What's well, good now that we have an indie, we have an indie renaissance, money, though. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's been huge. And I, I think, you know, I think it's it's not. Don't strive to be, you know, you don't want to be like if 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 um, if WWE is the NFL. Don't try to be the XFL. No, just be. The NHL, like you're an alternative. Yeah. You're still, you're both sport. You're an alternative, but you're not necessarily trying to be the same direct team. competition. You're trying not trying to be the Which same. Is how New Japan is because New Japan is more viewed as like a serious kind of athletic sport as opposed to the sports entertainment of WWE. Well, that's I mean WWE did that to themselves. Yeah. WWE even during the WCW days, like 
oh, we are sports entertainment yeah. and we're this. We're not. We're not that. I mean, that's some of that's McMahon mentality. But no, it's yeah, I it's know it all is. is. Do you, you remember in Meet the uh, or uh, Beyond the Man? He's like, we make movies. You yeah. know, like he's yeah he. And that was way before WWE well, films or whatever. They, they don't have wrestlers. They have superstars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so. Speaking of WWE, should we talk about um, NXT TakeOver Chicago? Yeah, it's going to be – I'm actually legitimately excited for that card. It's pretty stacked. You got yeah, – so Can you run us yeah, down? So I'm, not really I'm excited sure. for – I'm pretty much excited for any big wrestling events in Chicago. Yeah, it's going to be a hot they crowd. Always, they always be. have to go out because they know they know Chicago is a tough city to wrestle in, so they know you have to bring your A game. Well, yeah. and I think if we didn't have Motor City Comic Con next week, we which is worth 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 plugging, well, we will all be at Motor City Comic Con next week in Novi at their suburban show place. Come see us. Uh, we will be having our show front live from the show floor uh, next Sunday, and then we'll probably also be doing some cross potting throughout the which weekend. Which means if you guys ever wanted to see this magic live in person, come, come see us. Come yeah. watch us do the show live. Throw in up person. a two sweet to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm say hey. So for the card, there's <laughs> anyway, only yeah, back there's only that. four matches advertised now. I'm sure there'll be one more added. Like, there's no way Aleister Black will get left off this card. I don't think he's such a huge name right now. I I heard that there's some somebody. rumors that he may be making his main that he he's been that he may be going the main roster sooner than later just because. He, Filling some voids. Yeah, and he was working uh main event and superstars while in the UK. Like the he works yeah. in dark matches, I think, on SmackDown. So I mean he's he's got the presence. He's he deserves to be hot. Well, that's shot smart too when you're oh no, he's not from the UK though, he's from like Denmark, isn't he? Yeah, something like that. But he's oh, he's big oh, in the no. UK though. It's a yeah. big name for yeah. Tommy End. So speaking of the UK, the first match on the card, Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunn for the UK title. Okay. Because I know they're gonna start doing their UK show. So I think this is their way of promoting that to start like getting that off the ground again here. Yeah. So that'll be a good match. Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn are both really good. I think Pete Dunn's going to go over here. He's, I hope so. I like Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's such a good jackass heel. So I think he'll go over there. That'll be a really good – like this is going to – top to bottom is going to be a good wrestling card. Authors of Pain versus DIY in a ladder match. That's which good. going to steal the show 100%. So either DIY goes over or they're coming up. That's what I'm thinking, right? Like I feel like Authors of Pain are getting built up to go up against uh, Heavy Machinery, those two big guys that have been kind of getting a push down in NXT lately. So if they if, if Authors of Pain win, I think that's the next feud they go on, which is just going to be a big guy tag match feud. Cool. Asuka, Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross, Triple Threat. Ember Moon was supposed to be in it. I'm still She's excited hurt. about this, um, but it does suck that Ember Moon's not yeah. going to be in it. But, I mean, I in, in some ways it kind of makes sense, though. It helps further that story where Asuka still is scared of Ember Moon. That's why she attacked her and took her out, so she's not in the match. So it's like, okay, I'm st- I can beat these two just fine, but I'm still scared of Ember Moon. Yeah, I mean, so it kind of worked out for them where they can play that story where Ember or Asuka is afraid of Ember. I mean, maybe it's because I'm a huge mark for her, but there's no way Asuka's losing this. No, there's she's they're, they're, this they're, they've already she's already broken Goldberg's record. Yeah, they're not, and, and that, that's, although although that's usually when they lose it is after they've yeah, broken. After whatever the record. record they're going for. No, the, she's going to lose it. She's going to lose it this summer. Yeah, it'd be the SummerSlam takeover at, to Ember Moon. Yeah, is that, is that Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's when that'll happen. So they've, I mean, the past, I would say, the past two years, they always have the NXT Brooklyn's the NXT's WrestleMania. Yeah, which I think is smart for them. Yeah, it's their have big, their big show. have their big show be 
Brooklyn, it's it's the same show every year. It's a huge thing. SummerSlam is more of like the Smarks than it is like casual fans going to yeah. WrestleMania where it feels like more of the – like WrestleMania crowd, yeah. It has a lot of the diehards, but I feel like SummerSlam is for the people that are like really into like all the like – Wrestling it's, based. It's gonna, yeah. be the, it's gonna be the third year in a row. It's there. Yeah. So you're gonna have people who've been there for the past two years, the diehards, and that's one thing NXT was built on. Yeah. And in full sale was these kind of the diehard fan base. So it makes sense for them. And and she'll lose to Ember Moon there. Yeah. And that's then exactly and then come up the main roster this. and she'll have her. She want X amount of days undefeated and now be one of her. She's big automatically pushes. a credible threat as soon as yeah. she comes up. This match, I uh, it. It bums me out that, like NXT's, like we we've, we've been talking about how like NXT kind of has this, uh, they're kind of they've kind of been in a growing phase because they mm-hmm. pulled so much they lost talent, so much talent. But it's like, man, I like the the whole main event scene for the women is is incredible. Like I, Nikki Cross is sweet, and they're all uh, kind of held down. Yeah, because Oscar's down there, Asuka. and with the women's tournament coming up, I think now is the time to get Oscar out of there, just so you have more realistic competition. I mean, I've say. been a fan of Ruby Riot since she was Heidi Lovelace, and yeah. she was wrestling dudes. Well, in she's the awesome. I mean, yeah. well, I think once you get Oscar out of there, it will really flourish. Once you have the women's tournament, you have bring some of those names in, like Candice LeRae, and have them start working. Where it's more of like it's more believable that someone is going to be the champion can get pinned at any time. I mean, I've been pushing this for a while, but they they need just to do their own women's show. And I'm hoping with the women's talent that it might happen. That they, they're doing that. Well, yeah. if the if so, if that tournament does well, they'll turn. To it'll show happen. 100%. Because look at, I mean, it's, it's literally the same thing as 205 Live. It's the same thing they're doing with the UK. Yeah, it's a stepping stone to see how it's received, and they go from there. Which word is Jr. is commentating the women's tournament? Sweet, That'd be nice. Which would be cool. And and. In, 1997 Jerry the King Lawler. I hope not. <laughs> Puppies. Puppies. <laughs> Puppies. <laughs> and then the uh, main event for TakeOver is Bobby Roode versus Hideo Itami. And I hope Itami wins because I want to see Chicago come unglued for a go to sleep. That place will explode if he oh, hits yeah. that. It's going to be – it'll be massive if he hits a GTS there. Hideo, Hideo Itami and CM Punk have the same finishing move. CM Punk took oh. it from Hideo. What, 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 what will happen to the crowd there if out of nowhere Punk makes a surprise <laughs> run in <laughs> and doesn't go to sleep to him? <laughs> well, I, so, I, looked at, I was looking at something and it says Hideo Itami trolls CM Punk before NXT yeah. TakeOver Chicago. He, he said that, that like I can – he tweeted about it. He's like – I'll be in Chicago and I'll hit my GTS in front of the Chicago uh. crowd. But they're they are just screwing with each other. CM yeah. Punk's already asked if he could use it for Medeo apparently, and they're fine with each oh, other. Oh, I'm sh- so he's as as much as C- and with all due respect, I love CM Punk. I'm a huge CM Punk mark. But CM Punk gets bent out of shape about stuff, yeah. so I I I couldn't see him. Thinking about how pissed he would be if someone did that to him, yeah. I can guarantee that he asked. Yeah, yeah no way. No. He seems like a pretty respectful dude. I, I want Hideo to win, but I don't think they're going to have Bobby Roode lose here. I feel like he's getting – I think the, your SummerSlam event's going to be Drew versus Bobby. Think so? Yeah. I, I don't see Three. Hideo – I don't think well, they how trust many, – So how many – how many um, yeah, because he's, he's been injured – well, yeah, they don't trust today with the belt, I don't think, with how many times he's been injured this past, like, year. Well, so that's one thing, too, I, I kind of like that NXT does, that WWE doesn't ever do as much as more. But they, they let their NXT champions be champions for a while. Yeah. 
There's they don't do this. They don't do this. You lose it, flip, get it flop, back, yeah. lose it, get it back. I mean, twenty-time women's champion Charlotte. Yeah, that's and that's one like thing. <laughs> that's one thing that kind of like I was getting a little frustrated with. Like, yeah, they were great matches, but, but when Charlotte and, and Sasha were flip-flopping it back it. and forth, it made no it sense. Just sucks. And then there was that, like, what, four or five, maybe five, six years ago when Cena would win the belt every yeah. other month. That was good. Oh, how about, yeah, how about the, like, the, it seemed like a whole year that him and Randy Orton were, like, back and titles, forth, yeah. like, around, like, 2010. It was almost as bad as when <clears throat> Punk had the belt, but Cena still main event yeah. every yeah. pay-per-view. That was fun. And Punk don't was, like, the third match. Don't bring it up. <laughs> but uh, pay attention. I'm sure they're going to show someone in the crowd. I think it's Kyle O'Reilly's going to show up. They, it's been past the 90 days where they like don't want to touch the ROH guys because they got threatened to get sued. So I think O'Reilly shows up here. Which well, that's that's one way too that that they introduce people in the NXT. In the crowd. They, they show them watching the paper. Which I think Kyle O'Reilly gets shown here. They've literally done that for almost everybody. Yeah. Like yeah. hottest name in indie wrestling. Hottest then, free agent. And, and then, then and then a couple months later, you hear the rumors of oh they worked the house show and then yeah. they make well not even a couple of months. Yeah, it's, it's like even, usually it's yeah. like it's almost like they're like being they're. It's they they know exactly what they're doing and they're just like like it's Triple H like thumbing his nose at the marks yeah. like hey look who we signed yeah and you know he's signed because he's in the crowd yeah so I, O'Reilly will probably be there he's been working Evolve pretty much exclusively now in the indie scene which is kind of you're like mm, what you what's you doing there so he'll be there Adam Cole's kicked out of Bullet Club so SummerSlam Brooklyn guarantee he'll be there because that'll be past the ninety days he's out of ROH he's worked his last day he's got one more pwg date out of roh baby yeah he got super kicked by the young bucks and marty Skrull hit him with the umbrella so Skrull's officially part part of bullet club yeah i saw that video that was awesome (laughs) breaking fingers (laughs) that was another thing that guy behind us said he was like he's like i don't like when he goes because last time he did he broke somebody's finger and then he broke cheeseburger's finger right after he shushed everybody cheeseburger yeah eventful week See, Will, you could have your comeback and you could just be called pizza. Cheeseburger probably got the biggest reaction that whole night. Yeah. I mean, it's, people, I mean, it's so a great over. name. It was people so funny. It. It's just a little skinny guy. Just, it was funny. He was awesome. Well, when they did that, like that uh, top rope spot, he's like, I got it. <laughs> I got this. Like, he was doing one of those things where, like, there's two guys doing a superplex to, like, to one or two guys and then. And then there was another two guys that were going to get under him to do a power bo- to, to make it into yeah. a power bomb thing. He's like, I got it. And he just went over and, and did it. That or the the Gato tag team tag team. He kept to, like, he kept trying to team up with Marty Scurll, and he's like, Wait, don't hit me, tag team. And Marty's like, Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Well, folks, that was episode eighty of the Top Rope Review. Almost Check- to a hundred. Well, yeah. It'll be like another six months before we hit 100, though. <laughs> Almost It's there. like if 20 episodes feels real close, but it's still like six months away. Yeah. But, yeah, um, check us out on top, TopRopeReview.com, uh, Instagram and Twitter at TopRopeReview, Facebook.com slash TopRopeReview. Uh, go on and to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars, rate, review, and subscribe. And if you ever miss us live, you can check us out uh, within a day or two of the broadcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, man. <laughs> we will check you guys next week from the floor live from Motor City Comic Con. Talk about backlash. <laughs>